Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back once again to Goonies World. My name is Ryan. I am also known as Mean. And across from me is Goonie, also known as Colin. Yes. And to my left is Sean, also known as Johnny Pharaoh. Hello, everybody. It's good to be back. And today, uh, we will be returning to the world of Hard Gates with uh, Frank Williams Jr. and Allendale. And, um, <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I told you a thousand. <laughs> God damn it. Um, and uh, today, because Goonie um, was having issues with his dice <laughs> we have flying a, off the table. Yes, we, we have, have a prop. We have a, a dice tray. A special dice tray. So his dice rolling will sound different. Would you like to demonstrate what your dice rolling will sound like? All right, get ready. Okay, That's and this it. is what normal dice rolling will sound like. <laughs> so now you'll know <laughs> whenever, whenever got, Colin rolls the dice. We got bass and treble dice. That's right. <laughs> bass and treble. I'm all about that bass. Yeah. My dice are fighting in an octagon. <laughs> they are. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's, it is. It's an octagonal dice tray. Ultimate dicing championship. <laughs> <laughs> Battle dice. There, there probably is <laughs> a battle got, dice. There's yeah. got to be. There's yeah. got to be. If there's not, we're inventing it. I know. Or advertising for it. It's got to compete with uh, Battle Mallet. Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. True. That's Battle true. Mallet 20,000, too. <laughs> Don't forget the... <laughs> what, do, oh, it's 20,000. Yeah. It's half as good. as <laughs> <laughs> good. <laughs> Obscure Jupiter Springs reference there, folks. Yes, indeed. If you got, if you got that... Give us a like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, I, man, it's been um, it's been a while. Um, yes, it has. I don't know if you want to do like a brief recap for the, the listeners, or if you just want to jump in. It's up to you. Well, I think we'll jump in because once I start doing a recap, I can go down a rabbit hole. But basically, we have Duke Allendale, known as Duke, who is a convicted murderer. But is he really a murderer? We don't think he is. I believe it's been revealed that uh, he didn't really do it. I heard he took the fall. Yeah, I heard for Lars. Took the fall for a guy named Lars. Mm-hmm. Lars was the uh, the leader of the Night Rangers. In exchange for From that... the Motorcycle Club, the Night Rangers. Not the band, of course. Disambiguation. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, his name was Lars Larson, and he was the leader, and Duke went down because... In exchange for that, there was protection. There was money uh, that there that the money from the this bank robbery was going to be spent on Duke thought on his uh, his boy. His boy. I'm not so sure that's your boy. boy. Which which he believes is Chip and um, Chip Estrada from our kids on bikes games. Yes. Wow. <clears throat> Could have been my boy. Mm. And did you ever think about my name? What it spells? Duke Allendale. (laughs) Oh, nice. (laughs) And then you wanted to. And and, and I remember you saying you wanted to. I I don't remember. Might have gotten edited out. I remember you saying something like you wanted Chip to know who his father was and then change his name to Chip Dale. Chip Dale. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Change his name to Chip Dale. (laughs) Well, maybe that'll happen. We don't know. The future of the Jupiter Springs universe is still out there I think where you guys are probably more immediately concerned is uh, this morning when you wake up and a big buzzer goes off and you slide out of your cells and you're expected to go down to the showers the second you walk out of your cells 
the eyes of every pale rider are boring into you and they're just forming like this line and if you want to go down to the showers you just have to walk between them you know like down a gauntlet I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna like prance <laughs> defiantly <laughs> all right so prancing down the gauntlet of pale riders who are lining the ways of the showers Frank Williams jr. goes Spivey who normally walks next to you is trailing very far behind are you I'm assuming now uh, Duke doesn't seem like a prancer to me are you walking along with him or are you uh sure yeah how you walking you prancing too uh, I'm not <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm shuffling <laughs> every day. Yeah, every day I'm shuffling. All right. Well, you get to uh, you get to the showers eventually. No one attacks you. Again, there are a few guards around, and there's more than just Officer Kratt, who you'll remember is sort of in the pocket of the Pale Riders. Uh, but you get down to the showers, and as you're showering. There's this looming presence up behind you. And you even by now recognize the smell of Ross the Hoss, who now, of course, is the leader of the Pale Riders since you have assassinated King Kelly with a pudding, poison, pudding uh, poison pudding cup that wasn't even real pudding. It was chocolate milk and a brownie and but some toxic The poison cleansers. was real. The poison was real. And I uh, killed him. Boys, how can I help you, Mr. Hoss? Oh, there's nothing you can do to help me, but I just wanted to let you know that the gloves come off, and we decided we're gonna let Stroker have you. Hmm. Okay, let's see how that goes. It ain't coming now. We oh, got he, we he, got something special lined up for Stroker. Oh, do you? Oh yeah, Ooh, for sure. Well, let me tell you this: you think. You're gonna kill King Kelly with impunity. Oh, I didn't kill King Kelly. I don't believe a word comes out of your mouth, you dancing, prancing <laughs> fool. <laughs> Not the F word I was expecting. Now, personally, I'd like to poke your eyes out. But I decided Stroker's gonna do plenty of poking on his own. You're gonna beg for death by the time it's done. That's all I gotta say. Well, all right then. In the meantime, your persona non grata. The king is dead. Long live the king. Anyway, the buzzer rings again, and you guys are escorted out of the shower. And again, it's so awkward and intimidating with almost everybody in your cell block, which was cell block C. There was some talk about, uh, you know, trying to get moves. And lo and behold, when you get back, you know, you're going to go to breakfast next, but first you go back to your cells and uh, you know drop off your stuff so on and so forth get on your clean clothes and when you get back there are already guards in your cell it's officer davis and kratt davis is the one who's kind of a pushover kratt's the the jerk mm-hmm. yeah. but they they're already they're, first of all there's kratt's sort of searching through your rooms when you come back and of course uh duke your roommate redford you know he's with you and he just cringes as they take his deck of cards and a few other spe- stuff that he... It's not even contraband. You know, Kratz just taking them and throwing them in a little plastic bag just to be a dick. And 
They're doing the same thing with Spivey's few meager belongings. At least Krat is. Davis says, uh, boys, we decided it's in your best interest that you be transferred to cell block B. Well, I do not disagree with that assessment. All right. I think the pale riders are very upset for some reason. I've heard that, yes. It also appears you have some friends with some pull somewhere. I don't know what kind of deal you've made behind the scenes, but... Anyway, boys. Maybe it was that phone call you made. I'm not sure. What, so, what about me? Where no, am I going? You're going, you're going too. You're going too. Let's go. Are we now, we're going to be cellmates? Yep. All right, that, that sure makes us... Uh, make things helpful for us. Uh, just for our own protection, you know, we got to stick together. B isn't as uh, crowded as, as this one is, all right? But uh, anyway, I hope you get along with Sugar Tits. That's all I got to say. All right, boys, this way. And they march you out. Uh, you don't have to go across the yard. Again, this is sort of a cluster of three circular-shaped buildings, and you can go through a long hallway. It's the kind you've been through before where there's uh, guards on either side of glass, you know, uh, looking through at you, and you can see video readout monitors and some uh, old school computers and whatnot and eventually go through it's kind of like an airlock you know a little lock and go into a little tiny room they lock the door behind you you go into the next room and you're in cell block b over instantly what strikes you is that it's overall a different color it's a salmon color which uh, you either love or hate but uh, it's supposed to be calming cell block c as you'll recall was light blue and, uh, in fact, you were just assigned there randomly based on the colors. Your bad luck that that's where the Pale Riders were. But I, I wouldn't say you get along with Sugar Tids, who's the leader of the Dog Pack, another gang in here, but I think you probably have a better relationship with, uh... In fact, it was Sugar Tids who gave you the, the go-ahead, I believe. He gave you his yes. blessing yeah. to uh, kill King Kelly. So... And withhold a brownie for the... for the, uh... duty. So, you drop your stuff off there first before they take you to breakfast, and they give you your cell together, and then you're a little bit late for breakfast because, uh, you know, you had to go do that. But I'll assume you sit together as you usually do. Is there anything you want to get accomplished at breakfast? You just want to eat and get on with your day. You've got to go to work today, and I know you both got things you want to accomplish. Do we see Stroker? Is this the same... Strokers. Uh, this is the same, yeah. Same Everybody's cafeteria. together in the cafeteria, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Strokers there. He's at a table with his uh, his posse, and <clears throat> he eyeballs you in your direction, and he takes the fork that he's eating with and makes a slashing motion across his throat while making a pelvic gyration, and it's really an overall terribly rude bodily gesture. And all the boys at his table laugh. And then he uh, does a thing where he points at his two eyeballs and then points at you with fingers, you know, like he's keeping his eye on you and your day's coming, boy. Although he's, you know, he's pretty far away from you in the cafeteria. He usually sits around with the Pale Riders and where they sit. And uh, you have not really ever sat next to or near any affiliated gang at this point. So, however, Headley comes up to your table, Headley being the spokesman for Sugar Tits. Well now, hello there, boys. Good morning, Headley. I hear we're gonna be roommates, as it were. Well, you know, sort of neighbors, more like. That's correct. We've been moved over to 
So, Black B, uh, in the interest, I think, of uh, trying to protect us in some sense from the Pale Riders uh, in the wake of mm-hmm. King mm-hmm. Kelly's demise. Mm-hmm. Well, now that we're being all neighborly, I think maybe it's time for you to reconsider your decision not to join up with the dog pack. We could stand to have a few good brothers like you. Now, as I recall, joining up the dog pack, now that, uh, and then, that uh, necessitates some foot kissing yeah. on the part of... All you gotta do is pucker up and kiss sugar tears, sweet foot. Now, I... It could be a lot worse. Well... Believe me, he's changed his policy. He's gotten softer over the last couple of years. Don't tell no one I said that. What'd you use to have to kiss? Do I even want to know? You don't even want to know. <laughs> well, I already getting my brownie. Speaking of which, here you go. Yeah, that's right. That's you're anticipating it. That's nice. How about you, Duke? Give me that brownie. Yeah, yeah. Here you oh, go. All right. Well, what do you think, Duke? You wanna go kiss Sugar Tit's feet? I uh, he do. He, he just got the, he got that radio now. Yeah, but I got a plan for that. Um, let us think on it, okay? You know, it's a big it's a big decision. Well, you know, you get a lot longer to think about it if these rumored uh, pudding cups and snack cakes and whatnot that you supposedly got the hookup on. Now, I understand there's some kind of problems. Oh, no, some kind of distribution problems and so on and so forth. Well, there was, a, there was an explosion at the pudding factory and there was a flood of pudding. So, but I believe, didn't you make that phone call? I, I made a call, but we got... It's not going to be the gourmet kind, but you said it was all right if we get some other temporary Temporary. Being the key operating word, temporary, with a capital D. Right. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Now, it's coming. Uh, Pudding's coming. How soon is it coming? Is Sugar Tits going to have some pudding with his breakfast tonight, uh, tomorrow morning? Got, Got someone on the way from... Kansas, so however long that takes. Kansas? What yeah. kind of pudding they got out in Kansas? It's just normal pudding, but pudding that's... of the plains. That's where our... Uh, mm, pudding of, that's, that's where I'm going to sell that one. The sugar <laughs> tip. <laughs> hmm. Alright, you guys sell us another reprieve. You got you got 48 hours. This is the final 48 hours you're going to get. And he uh, walks back over towards uh, where the dog pack is clustered around the hulking bulk of sugar tits. You know, Duke, I, I'm thinking uh, if we go ahead and, as disgusting as it sounds, proceed with the ritual as such as it is, we probably will receive the protection of the dog pack in some capacity. Uh, but when Stroker inevitably you know, hunts us down. And in fact, now, you gotta go to work now. Dude got transferred to the laundry uh, where, <laughs> unfortunately, That's most the of the riders. pale riders work. Yeah. Now you could, but you also need to be working at the laundry. The last time, they had four guards guarding you the whole time on the shift, you remember? And, yeah. And uh, you can only hope there's some plan like that again since it's it's the... You know, since they've seen the wisdom in moving you out of the, you know, cell block C, that uh, hopefully somebody will have your back in there. Uh, but there's not much more time here at breakfast, so I'll, I imagine you'll both go off to your jobs for the day, unless there's something else you want to squeeze in at the end of breakfast. 
No. All right. Well, we'll start with Duke, who, uh, as you approach the laundry, which, again, because of your conversations with Melvin Grubb, you know that the laundry job is an uh, important part of the escape plan. It has to do with uh, pipes leading down from underneath the industrial washer and so on and so forth. So uh, I imagine you keep your eyes and stuff open while you're working. But indeed, just like last time, you are guarded by four guards. And they're in there for the entire time. And they're not even just standing around in the room. They're actually standing closer to you. And you're getting a lot of eyeballs the whole time. And I can uh, feel them. Well, they give you a... Uh, your, your job is to take a, this big load of, of dirty whites. And you're pushing them in a great big laundry cart down to the end of the room. The pill riders? <laughs> the dirty white, yeah. There you go, nice. I just realized the dirty whites all work in the in the laundry. That's totally great. All right, so, but your job, all all you do is you push this long this cart all the way down to the end of the laundry, and you go back and you get another cart and you push it down. So you're walking back and forth, and the guards like walk with you. But there's a time when the guards are a little bit distracted, and there's a fellow whose name we haven't mentioned yet, but you've heard about him. His name's Salisbury Steak. That's what everybody calls him, Salisbury Steak, and he's a big old boy with red mutton chops and real broad through the through the chest and when the guards are a little bit distracted is when they're filling up he's one of the guys who's supposed to be filling up their dirty whites into your uh, and you can see that I'm reaching for my dice here but as he's uh, dropping the dirty whites into the basket you can see he's got a jar of something in his hand and he whips it up at you and like flings the liquid that's inside of the jar at you and well luckily you only need to make a good power roll to heave your body out of the way as and you can smell there's like a stinging sensation in the air and your eyes burn a little bit did you make it uh so it's good that is great that's what you needed because otherwise you were in danger of some acid burning they've mother a flung acid at your face. Immediately, the guards all tackle him. The more where that came from, and they're all uh, laughing at you, even though their attack failed. Everybody in the whole place, and even though you've got those guards with you, with this whole crowd of men laughing, it is a little bit intimidating. Their voices echo in here, and there's the hissing steam of the cleaning. It's, uh, it's eerie, and you have to continue your shift as um. you can. Okay, so when they tackle that guy, mm-hmm. what happens to the? What did he have? Where did he have that acid? Like what kind of container? Or well, it looks like like a clay jar of some kind. Maybe it's not clay. Maybe it's made of a, some kind of metal or whatever. But it was a, just a. I'm gonna try to uh, when they're tackling. Yeah, I mean, it definitely looks like something that would have come in from the outside. Let me put it there. Okay, and when they're sort of distracted tackling that guy. I want to try to... Because I'm assuming he drops that. Yeah, he does. And like scatters. Looks like it might even roll underneath uh, one of the machines. But are you going to try to grab it? Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm just hoping that maybe there's a little bit left in it, and I'm going to try to grab it. Yeah. Yeah, well, please make a great cunning roll to do that without uh, anyone noticing. Plenty, a lot of pale riders are, are looking at you as well. Uh... 
Okay, cunning, you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, above superb. Oh, trans-superb. Yeah, you got it. And because there's a tiny, tiny little bit left in it, maybe like a thimble full, mm. swirling around in the bottom. All right. Smells awful. I mean, you, you, and, and it burns your eyes and nose to even smell it and look into it. Hard to hide as well. That guy had it in like a pile of dirty whites. So, um, what are you going to do with it? Uh, is there some... I mean, I, do I have my own cart that I can put yeah. it in yeah. real fast? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'll put it under some whites. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's all that happens on your shift, but that was harrowing enough. And the implications of some kind of acid-blinding attack are uh, rather horrific to contemplate. Meanwhile, out on the rock pile, breaking rocks in the hot sun was a punishment, but it's really one you manipulated yourself into, because you need to be here for a reason. And that is your... Dakota. That's right. And the same... Now, just like yesterday, there are other prisoners using it. And uh, you're not sure who gets to use it, and so on and so forth, or why. Um, and then there is the guard out here again. His name is Milky. And uh, he's the guard over this whole area. And you can try to talk to him about about it, or just watch where they put him at the end of the day. Well, they put him in that shed, don't they? They did. In fact, you already saw that. Yeah, yeah they put him in the shed at the end of the day. <clears throat> so, and they lock. <clears throat> excuse me. They lock it up. I'm sure, right? Yeah, they did. They did. They did. And you notice that Milky is the one that's got the key. And you can keep, you know, and not much to do while you're breaking rocks except for watch, you know, Milky and the way he moves around and so on and so forth. He's definitely got the key to the shed. The two guys who are using the cutter are basically breaking up, you know, bigger rocks down into smaller ones that you can hammer and so on and so forth. Now, isn't there a forklift? There is. They're not using it right now, but it's back behind the shed and under kind of an awning. And I think... We've also got like an earth mover, like a little bobcat. A little bobcat. Melvin... Is his name Melvin? Melvin Grubb. Didn't he say we'd need that? You'd need the forklift and you need to get the keys to the forklift. Although we got to get the keys yeah. for you. Yeah, because I'm assuming they don't just <clears throat> keep them in the, uh, you know, like in the forklift somewhere. I mean, that would be too easy. They got a little sense, yeah. But uh, you get the good, sen- you get the good idea that Milky's the one who's going to be the target for keys. Okay. Um, hmm. Well, I guess I'm going to go talk to Milky. Oh, taking yourself a five-minute break, are you, convict? Well, yeah, just a short break. Uh, as you know, uh, it's awful hot out here, and mm-hmm. breaking rocks is... Uh, Not me, I'm cool and comfortable. Well, I suppose that's probably true. Imagine you got a fruit cup somewhere hey. on your person. To- Don't you worry about fruit cups. What makes you think we're eating fruit cups? Well, I just heard. Nah, I could have been... Lots of things go around, rumors and, and everything, but I just heard. Somebody told me that all the guards took the, all the food cups for themselves. I don't know if that's true. Make a make an ego roll, which you have a very good ego. And I'm just curious to see what kind of high score we can get. Well, I heard myself a rumor. Is that right? Yeah, I did. And then we're going to talk about this rumor I heard, then you're going to get your ass back to work. But I heard that... Uh, Somebody somewhere thinks they got some kind of uh, connection. Some kind of like mother load of pudding. That's right. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, no, you Are you implying that you would like to be in on the pudding? 
I'm saying that something like that is not going to get easily delivered to its recipients with me and the boys in the way of it. So, no, I don't want any fucking pudding. Unlike you, I could drive down to the 7-Eleven in West Wells and get myself some pudding anytime I, I want. I suppose that's true. No, but uh, we're interested in some other things that you might be able to uh, procure. Such as? I understand you used to do a little driving, a little riding, a little uh, transport. Oh, yes, that's true. Some boys down south, down New Orleans way. Down in Louisiana and, and, and other places further afield. All right, well, we'd like you to uh, open up some inroads in that area. We're going to bring some things that are a little bit better than pudding into this prison. You go tell whoever you want, no one's going to believe you over me. I have no intentions or yeah. desires to tell anybody about this anyway. It sounds like it's the kind of thing that I might just like to keep between you and myself. There's a few others involved. And uh, we'll come to you when the time is right. But in the meantime, you're going to make an uh, introduction for us. All right. All right, you're going to set everything up. And you're going to vouch for us. We're going to vouch for you. And in return, we're going to let this pudding ship that you've got, we're going to let that happen. Well, all right. <coughs> but that time's coming soon. You're going to be taken to make a phone call very soon. Be ready. Might I inquire, uh, what is the nature of the, uh, contraband? Oh, just the same sort of stuff you used to take around. I see, I see. Well, it's capitalism. Now, it could be when that shipment of pudding arrives. Won't be too long now, I don't think. It may... I may have to, uh... Procure it, uh... After hours. What do you mean, boy? Well... I'm not sure. I, I mean, it, it... It may... Exist on a pallet sort of situation, you see. And I you can't exactly bring that... <laughs> can't exactly bring that in the front door of the prison. Oh, I, I think I see what you mean. I think I see what you mean, boy. Now, let's make an ego roll, because I see what you're going for here. <laughs> as good a way as any. Oh, trans-superb. Just what you're saying, boy. Are you saying you want the keys to that forklift? I think that would be very helpful. All right, now, prisoner, he says. I want you to lock all that up at the end of the day, and then you bring these keys back to me. You understand? Oh, absolutely, Officer Milken. Sign your name here on the clipboard. Yes, sir. For receipt of the keys. Yes, sir. All right. Because <laughs> I stroke her. No, I'm <laughs> no, no, just kidding. And, he, and by doing all of this, he's, you know, covering his own ass to a degree, you know. And uh, he's... Proclaiming it, everyone. He's giving you I'm sure, some I'm trust. Sure cameras and shit. Right. Well, uh, they're not not as many as you might think, but definitely out on, on in the yard and in the rock pile. And uh, so, at the end of the shift that day, he's uh, you're given the job of putting everything back into the shed and locking everything up. 
and uh, how long you're going to be allowed to, to keep these keys, probably until, you know, he won't let it extend indefinitely, but you guys are hoping that your pudding will get here soon. Yes, indeed. All right. Within a couple days, anyhow. Well, it's a productive morning for you, um, productive the, shift. So then, uh, just to clarify, yeah. uh, the keys that I get, so that's the shed and the forklift? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Good deal. Yeah, they're on the same key ring. Uh, and the bobcat, for that matter. Yeah. <laughs> very nice. You can think of an interesting use for one. Thank you very much. Uh, but <clears throat> by the time uh, there's a little bit of free time before dinner, after your shifts, when uh, you join back up for a few minutes, on walking on your way back to uh, cell block B, where you now live, as you're walking through the yard, you hear a rush of feet coming across the yard, and people scatter from around you, and four pale riders, uh, <clears throat> led by a fella they call Mojo Malone, uh, come sweeping in towards you to attack all of you. Every single one of them has got a ship. And there are guards around close, but this is a fight-or-flight situation. Do you want to run, or do you want to stand and fight these guys? So, uh, now obviously we could throw our hands in the air and say danger, danger, yes. and all that. That will clearly have a negative effect on reputation. That's right. And I assume running will have a negative effect, but perhaps... But less, not, not as bad. Less of a negative effect. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> um, anyway, they're charging you. What are you guys well, doing? Well, metagamingly, you want to just run, you want to try to fucking fight these guys. Well, that depends on metagamingly if I... Since this is our free time, like, did we have time to... No, you're back. walking back to the place right now across the yard. What place? Your your cell block. Okay. Cell block B. So no, you haven't had time to go back and get anything. You just well, I do have work. that jar then. <clears throat> yeah, I would have because I was going to take that with me. Yeah, it's hard to hide while you're carrying around. But yeah, I mean it's it's got more use as a bashing instrument than as a poison device. There's not enough in there. To maybe. Yeah. Yeah, but you, yeah, you got that. That's for sure. So you. Yeah, since I don't think that is going to be a great, you know, weapon, uh, I probably think we, I think we should run. Okay, where do you run to? Cell block, cell block B? B. All right, well, you guys just run, and the whole yard erupts with uh, cries and sparring and derision, and er both of your prison reputations go down by one. As you flee from the Pale Riders, you can't run forever! We're out here. We'll see you in the shower. We'll see you at breakfast. We'll see you at dinner. As you guys come running into cell block B, and right smack dab as you're charging through and enter the cell block, right smack dab in the center of the cell block where he sits at this great big table, sugar tits himself. You don't bump into him, but the first person you make eye contact when you're on in, he's sitting there and he goes, mm, mm, mm. he's shaking his head like he's disgusted, you know. You wouldn't have to be doing that if you'd not been to bend down and give my Is Are we actually talk, talking said, to him? Or is he what just, Sugar Tiss says, you wouldn't have to be doing that if you had like, if you had decided to get down and kiss his feet. Is that so? <clears throat> That's nah. right, because then the dog pack would have had you back. We'll give you them foots. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. This is a public thing. You go do it tonight in the cafeteria. That's how everybody knows you sugar tits bitch. bitch. <laughs> well, I, I've i never had to kiss a man's foot before, and I, I just don't think I can do it. 
look around you. Look at all these hard motherfuckers. Every single one of these motherfuckers bent down and kissed your his foot. Now you think you harder than them? Well, I have spent a lot of time in prison. I've survived this long. Well, right now, Sugar Tits can't help you. Can't help you now. But, well, uh, so you think know. about that, because dinner time's coming. In fact, I believe dinner time's happening. <gasps> oh, there's the buzzer for dinner time right now. You got until the end of dinner time to think about it. I'm not saying we're going to come down on you if you don't. I'm just saying we ain't going to be able to help you with your with your Nazi friends. Oh, man. Uh, you know what? I don't know what. <clears throat> I feel like we just got to do it. But <clears throat> well, I, I got some uh, <clears throat> kind of a crazy plan. Uh, if uh, Mr. Headley would... Uh, <laughs> is he gone he's, yet? He's already gone. All right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, so I got this... I got, uh, got my hands on a little bit of acid. Uh, not the, the good kind bad kind. <laughs> oh, interesting. Tell me more. Well, now this is acid that the uh, pill riders must have procured from somewhere. And uh, they, because they tried to blind me with it uh, and failed. And I, I just got the leftovers, but uh, I thought we might be able to use it in some way. Uh, I really don't, I mean, I think... Uh, course i'd like to get rid of the pale riders but well sugar tits uh might be a problem too because uh i don't plan on kissing no feet but uh if perhaps uh we can send the pale riders get the pale riders off us and maybe have them fight against the dog pack and get them to to leave us alone that would be helpful. Well, now that would be helpful. Uh, now I should point out that uh, I have procured the keys to the uh, forklift and the shed out in the rock pile. Now we can. I'm not sure exactly what we needed to do, though. I don't remember. Has the forklift lift up a laundry machine and cut some pipes or something like that? That's right. What you'll have to do, and I don't think he's explained it in great detail, other than you have to get into the pipe, so you can presume what you've got to do is lift up the laundry machine with the forklift, mm-hmm. and then you've got to cut into, uh, to make a large enough hole for you to get into the tunnel that the pipe runs through. Uh, so you wouldn't actually be going through the pipe. You'd be crawling through yeah. a maintenance access tunnel that not only houses the main uh, to and from water pipes from the waterworks in West Wells, but also a power conduit, you know, big thick power cables. And uh, but you haven't talked to him really about anything beyond that. But yeah, that's probably why you need those things. And obviously, this would have to happen at, at night. And uh, uh, before we do that, we've got to get uh, the permission from the Bean Machine. Well, we're supposed to. But I've got to get the blessing. I'm not entirely clear on why we need to do that. Because well, if I've got a cutter, if we've got a forklift, I'm not sure. The other parts don't quite make sense. I Maybe we know. should talk to Melvin. But, uh, yeah, because he might be able to explain to us uh, what the repercussions of not getting the blessing would be. In, in terms of that, yeah, he's been vague or mysterious, depending on how you choose to look at it, about exactly what role... Uh, the blessing of Evram Bean 
leader of the Bean Machine, who is a, we'll remind the listener, the Musterite. He's a member of an obscure uh, Mormon sect that's been disavowed by most mainstream Mormons who uh, have a compound out in the, uh, the wilderness around here, and they're uh, enough of an influence that there's a prison gang here. And uh, that's the guy, the leader of the uh, the Hellerites, Evram Bean. That's the guy whose blessing you were told you needed. And to get it, apparently, as Duke learned, you're going to have to go get back his transistor radio that Enzo stole and now Sugar Tits has. Well, <clears throat> now I think we should probably talk to Melvin about this as soon as we can. Uh, because if we sort of start a battle between the Pale Riders and the Dog Pack, then I don't imagine getting that radio is going to be yes. quite as easy. I believe we need to get that radio uh, first, but and I was planning on doing that by going, waiting until we get the, the pudding and then bringing, them to, bringing it to Sugarfoot or sh- <laughs> Sugar Tits and uh, giving them getting the, the radio then. Nah, trading the radio for a pudding pallet, that might not be a bad plan. Of course, I don't think it's actually a pallet. I just use that to get the cookies, but... Well, it'll be at least uh, several grocery sacks full of them. That's a lot of pudding, boy. Yeah. All right, well, oh, is it dinner time now? Is that right? Yeah, yeah, well, we'll assume you've been talking through dinner. Well, is Melvin at dinner? Yeah, Melvin's at dinner. He usually sits by himself. Nerd. Uh, well, he's reading the newspaper again. This guy's got—you wouldn't—he doesn't necessarily have a hold over the guard. You know, he works and he's highly trusted. His prisoner reputation is actually somewhat low, but uh, he can get things done, and people know that. So he's generally left alone. Usually, uh, he sends for you, but you can go over and talk to him if you want. I'd like to try anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll go. Over. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Just reading the, reading the lies printed by the mainstream liberal media oh. here. Are you saying that's fake news then? It's all fake news. I see. Every last shred of it made for your entertainment. Keep your eyes off the real deal. Only a few people would know what's really going on. I'm one. Pete Stryker was one. He got out, and now maybe you will. For you to approach me like this makes me think either something's gone wrong or you have some clarification on me. Well, something has gone wrong and some things have gone right, but I'm just not entirely clear on what the plan is to get the hell out of here. Well, I told you there's a plane waiting. You did. You're going to need some help getting to it. There's some people on the outside who might give you that help. If they thought you deserved it. Well, now I imagine we might be able to get a lift to the airport if Stephanie's around. Yep. Take her station wagon. For that matter, I mean, how far is Jupiter from here? I don't, I, 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 I'm not quite sure, but, well, I mean, we could. Just hitchhike. Hitchhike. <laughs> but uh, either way, the, the, the main thing I am curious about is this blessing. Do you think you have some way around through uh, who's Stephanie, your wife? Yep. 
No, that's good. They, they never look for the license plate numbers of a wife's car when uh, when there's been a prison escape. Oh, I didn't think of that. And uh, No, I, I actually think that we need to get ourselves some... Some motorcycles. I've been dying to get get on the hog again. Right. I understand wanting to avoid working with Stroker, but you got to fly out of here. They're going to be looking all over for you pretty soon. Soon as morning comes that day. You need to already be in Jupiter Springs by the time they notice. It's an hour, 15 minutes tops of flying with a skilled pilot. I've got landing facilities, everything you need. I don't tell you everything all at once, because how do I know you won't get nicked by the guards and spill everything? People on the outside could have their safety compromised. Let's just say that if you know the words and the blessing, there are people out there who are anti-authoritarian, to say the least, who will help you. I see what you're saying. We get this blessing, then we get help. There are a great many of the brethren in the nearby valleys. I see. There are uh, a long history of conflict with local law enforcement. They're always happy to do a favor for someone with the blessing. Someone who's favored. They they, uh, They don't require that you believe what they believe, but they'll know if you have the blessing that you've done a great favor for one of their own. And they'd be likely to help you. Now, I was going to tell you exactly where to find them, but not until right before you go in to the tunnels, because otherwise their their safety could be greatly compromised. I see. I see. I see. So <clears throat> seems like you're the type of fellows who like to see the big picture. Well, I just I don't I don't like to do things without knowing why I'm doing it. Why you're doing it? It's for Chip. That's right. I gotta think of Chip. That's right. Just like a father would. And I've gotta think of uh, my my nephew. Alright, well, I think that satisfies my curiosity, Mr. Grove. Uh, I think, uh, I think we've got a good plan. I think we'll be ready to execute it within a few days. You guys enjoying your new, uh, your new room? Thank you for that, by the way. It's much, much appreciated. Although I do yeah. think that we may have to uh, go over and kiss Sugar Tit's feet, well, foot anyway. Hmm. Uh, but I'm not sure we might be able to pacify him for the next couple days and avoid doing that. But what well, would you recommend? You've been here a long time. I would never counsel a man to kiss another man's foot but I would counsel a man to do whatever he has to do to survive in the moment. Pride, very helpful, can also kill you. Pride goeth before the fall, gentlemen. I wrote that. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Frankie, I think there ain't a single thing that that you haven't written. Well, that's probably true. I mean, I... I write so many damn songs, and then vampires to go take them, yeah. send them to different artists. Frank. I heard there was this Bing Crosby fella, you doing one of my songs like back in the back in the day, and I, it's just it's, it's frustrating. Yeah, I have frustrating. A, I have a theory that uh, I could pretty much sing anything, and you claim it as your own. Well, oh, let's test that theory. Well, then do. How about have you heard a 
Love, it's a burning thing. I wrote that, goddammit. Yeah, I thought you might say that. Um, <sighs> well, I mean, the words are a little bit different, but... Now, I'd be one of the first people normally to endorse a theory of time-traveling song-stealing <laughs> vampires. I've heard you advance this theory before. Well, my theory right. is that uh, Frank here is schizophrenic. Well, I don't think that's a very kind thing to say at all. I happen to be quite close to an expert on vampires who lives in Jupiter Springs. And uh, yeah, I, I sure. may, this happens to be the very person I need you to deliver a message to. Now, the message will not make any sense to you whatsoever, but I need you to commit it to memory. So I'm going to get go ahead and tell you what that is now. All right. 120. 446 Albedo 7.4 Polar Point Zulu 140 Juke Jr. Find him, give him it's vital to the survival of the human race. I don't that think this I young man this. get that that information. Smart enough to, to to even begin to attempt to decode this. I don't believe a word in this. That's why I'm telling you now, there's no harm in anyone overhearing that. But if you seriously have a theory or a concern about vampires, I highly recommend that you consult this young man. Well, I'm telling you, these vampires are stealing my song. Bunch of nonsense. Time travels, giving them to do some dude named, some dumbass named Elvis done one of my, done, I, I wrote just the other night, Hardgate Hotel. Yes, I think you're right. I think he's schizophrenic. Yeah, I think you need help. Frank. But you know what? They've said that about a lot of brilliant geniuses. So, you know, like I said, the idea is just so crazy that it just might be true. You know... Time travel is possible. But that's a story for another time. And I'm not going to talk about it. Because if I do, a lot of things are going to go terribly wrong. I've said too much already. But I get lonely here at this table. If I didn't... If I wasn't so well-connected, you would be signing my death warrant just by sitting with me. I think you're a nerd. You're not the first person to have said so. Well, thank you for your time, Mr. Grove. I do appreciate it. Oh, I appreciate your time, and I appreciate you more than you know. It's fate that led you to me. It's fate that the father of Chip Estrada should end up in here with the uncle of Merlin Grubb. Father or fathers. I'm going to start a sitcom called My Two Dads. Oh. Only one of us got a Man, tattoo of Chip. <laughs> there was a, there was a sitcom. Yeah, there is. With yeah. the '80s, that would be on now, right? Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, Duke, uh, I think before dinner is over, if you if you're serious about securing that radio, we might best just kiss the man's feet, and just in case we, the more pale riders come out of some shivs, or I mean, who knows what's going to happen. Well, there's plenty of free time after dinner in the cell block. I thought, I thought at least we had to do it at dinner. I'm sorry. No, that's right. Well, if you're going to do that, you're absolutely right. I did forget that. Yeah. 
because the idea is it's a big public. Uh, it's just like if you were going to join the Pale Riders, you were going to have to stand up and say that the Night Rangers were a bunch of pussies in the cafeteria in front of everybody. Right. You know. Well, I'm going to do it. And and if you at least if you if you're not willing to do it, at least stick Nick stick by me. And when they come to save me, maybe those maybe some of the saving will rub off on you. Or you just want them to go after me. No, Why absolutely you get away? not. I'd rather you kiss his foot, to be honest, but I can't tell a man to kiss another man's foot. That's that's not my place. I gotta remember Chip. Kiss, that's the only sugar tits foot for your boy. That's my the boy, only reason. boy it is. Yeah. Well, it's a long walk across that cafeteria as you're approaching sugar tits table. And it's all you almost feel like there's a spotlight on you. People have seen this ritual before, and all the eyes are turning. The pale riders take a special notice. There's not necessarily a good turn of events for them. And you slowly approach Sugar Tits' table, and the, he's boy, he's got a lot of intimidating-looking guys. And Enzo, even though he's you know skinny as a rail, he's abnormally tall. You hear he's quick with a shiv. He's always near Sugar Tits, and Headley's there as well. Well, welcome, gentlemen. Did you come to your senses? Says Hadley. Did you come here to kiss Sugar Tits' foot? Little sweet boy, you bring down the Says Sugar Tits. Uh, I suppose that is why we are here. That is true. Just a peck. Well, Sugar Tits slowly puts his foot out. His, you know, he stiffens at his leg, and then Hadley comes up and takes his slipper off because. Sugar Tits can't even reach his own foot, or let alone see it. <laughs> and and well, you're like you're expecting this terrible gnarly foot with like disgusting toenails, but no, man, it looks like there's been a pack of Vietnamese women at work mm-hmm. on this guy's feet since the day he came into prison. His toenails are nice; they're clipped. He didn't have any like athlete's foot or dry skin. It's a great big brown baby foot. <laughs> and he wiggling his little chubby toes. And all uh, everybody's standing around expectantly. And then all of a sudden, uh, one boy kisses. No, kiss it. Kiss it. Kiss it. Kiss it. Suddenly there's a bunch of disembodied voices. Everybody's yelling, kiss it. Kiss it. Well, I must say, Mr. Sugar Tits Man, that is prettiest prettiest foot I've ever seen on a grown man oh, sugar tits that, that makes perfect sense you're saying uh, that's, that's my work yes my mama used to run a that's right I understood oh you did oh, I understand sugar tits just fine and I hope he understands me as well now I'm gonna just pucker my lips and put him down against that flesh all right, we'll pucker up and let us hear that kiss. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna do it like that. Long. I'm just gonna be like, get some tongue in there. <laughs> just gonna do a little. Okay. Now what? A, now what about you, big boy? Says sugar tits. Now I have to kiss the same foot, or can I kiss the other foot? He said you kiss the left foot. Okay. Big big one. <laughs> All right. He wiggles his little toes. Spence looks okay. Smells <laughs> all right. I thought he does sweet feet. Yeah. Okay. 
Looks okay, and I guess I'll go in there for a little smooch. Okay. Right. Um, <clears throat> well, okay, the second you do that, this big cheer comes up from the dog pack. And they jump on you in this great big dog pile. At first, you like think they're going to beat your ass with some initiation, but no, it's just an old school dog pile. And they all jump up until they crush you. And then finally, at the end, you're, you're oh no, here it comes, here it comes. And then Sheriff <laughs> dis himself, and you're like, Whoa! and it's like, oh, he almost get the wind crushed out of you. But at the end of it all, you get up, and there's some good nature slapping in your face and punching in your arms and stuff like that. But uh, now, now you're one of us. Now you're one of us. All right, everybody. Now they're one of us. They're one of us. They're one of us. And, of course, the Pale Riders are looking on, shaking their head, whispering to each other, wondering what they're going to do about this, so on and so forth, because, uh, well, I'll let you just wonder what their plans are and what they're thinking. And Ross the Hoss gets up early, and before it's really done, and then all the other Pale Riders get down. They all file out. Just glaring over at Sugar Tits in his direction. Sugar Tits blandly opens his mouth, stuffs it full of a brownie, winks at them, chews up his brownie. And he straightens his uh, straightens his prison jumpsuit that got ruffled in the dog in the dog pile, and painfully sits back down. It takes him a while. Needs some help. But that wasn't as terrible as it could have been. You think, and you're glad for Headley's mother passing on the, you know, <laughs> right, the foot family yeah. business traditions. Yeah. Yeah. I hope right. I didn't get the diabetes from kissing that foot. Oh, I can do your feet too. I need a pack of cigarettes. I should test I do a tribute, but you, I do a pack of cigarettes. Your feet gonna be like lily white silk foot gloves by the time I'm done with. <laughs> well, I'll take that into consideration. Now about this pudding, but yes. just because you're one of us, you've already made a promise. Now, so. Don't forget that pudding is is on its way. I, I I believe when I see it. This this old pudding business sounds like the plan of a desperate man. But you're gonna be very happy. You're gonna be very happy if it comes in. Cause Sugar Tits gonna be happy. When Sugar Tits is happy, everybody's happy. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Now I have a question, if I may. Of course, brother, your brother now. Well, now that now that we're wanting one of the dog pack, could you teach me the a handshake? Yeah. Always, that always looks so cool. Right? I'll, I'll teach you right now. Put your hand out. All right. It's not It's not that cool. This is very simple. The guards can't see you doing it. And he shakes your hand, just gives it like a quick little squeeze. Like tap, 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 tap. While he's shaking it, tap, 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 tap. That's all it is, is their secret handshake. Well, all right, all right. Now you're going to be in with the dog pack in Leavenworth and everywhere. And that proves that, that we yep, nobody initiated. Could, nobody could ever guess. I can never guess that. All right. All right. Don't forget, if you want some sweet feet, you talk to Headley. Will do. Thank you. Right, should have well, named you Footley. The, the, the buzzer rings and dinner time's over, and uh, you guys will have uh, some free time before uh, lights out. So how do you want to fill it? Well, as we're walking away from uh, from dinner, Duke and I, I assume, are relatively... Alone, I'm gonna say, well, that's disappointing. I meant, I didn't mean the dog back secret handshake. I meant the, the, the brother's secret handshake. You know, <laughs> like, mm, well, <laughs> yeah. But I guess, I guess there's some things you know, just forbidden knowledge. Well, we'll have to go. We'll have to get it. Uh, you know, the hard way. 
speaking of the hard way, says a voice from behind you. And he's by himself, the stroker. And he's waving his little uh, tissue paper like a white flag. Now I just want to talk. Boys, seems you went and got yourself a little protection. Joining up with them, uh, well, you know what I mean. I suppose you're going to say a word that I wouldn't like. Well, stroke is nothing if not polite and well-spoken. But I just want to tell you, you can only hide for so long. And one of these days, the right combination of guards is going to come by. I suppose that's true. And I'm going to slip it in you. And I'm talking about my shields. Because it's gone past playtime anymore now, boy. You mark for death. Ain't nothing you can do that's going to save you from stroker. Well, there's one thing we can do. Keep walking, convict. Yeah, keep walking. Keep walking. What do you think you're going to do? And there's one thing we And I don't even do. like pudding, motherfucker. I changed my mind about that. Well, you don't, you don't know. That's fine. Can I see that tissue paper real fast? I just want to fold it to a uh, little design, maybe uh, show it to you. We had served its purpose. I can't see why not. And he gives you the piece of tissue paper. Make it into a shift. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fold it into a paper airplane. Now, doesn't this look fun to you? Because I heard not only are you polite, you might be a palat. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Sorry. I had that one in there for, for a couple minutes. It had to come out. Well, you heard right. I flew in Vietnam. I'm a hell of a pilot. But what's that got to do with you? Wouldn't you like to fly again? It ain't never gonna happen, boy. Some dreams ain't worth dreaming. <laughs> well, we might just have a way, Mr. Stroker. But it's gonna involve you not shipping us. Yeah. And coming with us when we leave. Unfortunately. You can see the little gears, you know, working behind his eyes. And you can see his jaw clenching and unclenching. Suppose you speak on a little more. I'm listening. Well, we have a very important mission which we must uh, undertake. Uh, you might call it a mission from God. I wrote that. <laughs> uh, mission from God. Well, not exactly. That's a bit of an exaggeration, I'm afraid. But we do have a very important mission. And um, I hear... It's possible that the entire future of humanity is at stake, but I think that's a little hyperbole. But we got a way out, and we need a pilot, because we got to get to Jupiter as fast as possible. Mm, that Jupiter Springs, that is, not the planet. Not the planet, that's right. Jupiter Springs. That's right. I can't go nowhere near Jupiter Springs. Night Ranger's got a hit out on me from way back. Well, I'll tell you what. You Who do you think you're talking to? Well, know who I'm talking to. A couple to. of night rangers. Me and here, you ain't you not no more, you name. You dog pack now, boy. Well, that's true. That's true. Stroker done a lot of sick shit, but I ain't never no kiss no fat baby foot. <laughs> well, it was delicious. But anyway, that's beside the point. Now, if you can just land us in the middle of the night down in Jupiter, you can just take off and fly wherever you want. How do I know you boys is on the level? Maybe you just giving me some bullshit. So I don't stick you. That could be true, and I'm not sure how I could go about proving you otherwise. 
you got some keys on you, or is that come later? I can't remember what you told me. Well, I do have some keys. What kind of keys you got, boy? Airplane? No, just kidding. <laughs> Not airplane keys. I don't have those yet. I think those are probably actually in the airplane that has been procured and is waiting for us. But um, I do have some keys, and I wasn't planning on telling <laughs> telling Stroker this at this time. But I suppose might as well. You might as well because maybe it'll prove something. But so yeah, I've got um, I've got the keys to the forklift which we're going to use to lift a laundry machine. Mm. And open the shed to get a cutter to cut our way into a tunnel. Now, if I was to go and uh, have a little talk with Officer Kratt, then you wouldn't get out of here. That's no. true. And also, they throw you in the hole forever. That's probably true as well. So you And I never get at you. You understand the terrible risk. This is what I propose, gentlemen. A temporary cessation of hostilities. Until such time as that plane lands in Jupiter Springs. And then I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> What'd you think of that? Well, I suppose if you still want to kill us by that time. Oh, you think we'll become best friends? I don't think that's like Bulls and buddies, BFFs. You don't know what kind of things I've done, boy. I've heard. Well, you ain't heard the half of it. That's only what I was convicted of. Well, now, Mr. Stroker... I had a bad time in Vietnam. Let me just tell you. If you're still determined... Those kids fight back, I heard. Don't you ever talk about it. You don't know shit about it. <laughs> if you're still determined to kill us when we land in Jupiter, then you know we're going to have to kill you first. Well, then I guess that's just going to be the fight of the century, isn't it? I can't wait. It might be the climax of this story. I quiver with anticipation. I wrote that too. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, I think that we'll go ahead and wrap that up for tonight. I think uh, next time we can anticipate some uh, thieving of a transistor radio. Well, I, think, I think he's going to try to get it by trading a bunch of pudding for it. Well, however you end up getting it. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully we can get the blessing of uh, Ephraim the Beam, beam the beam, beam Machine, which should, you know... Uh, Sounds like there's probably a musterite family or compound or somewhere outside that will shelter you or give you further supplies or tell you where the airplane is or something. And uh, so I think we'll go ahead and wrap it up for tonight. All right. Well, I feel like we got a lot accomplished. So that was. I feel like we did too. That's good. All right. In that case, we will see you later in Jupiter's brain. Kiss it. 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 Kiss